0: Welcome to Breaking Free Speech, the official podcast of Breaking Free Skate Park. I am your host, Narrench. Today we're going to talk about some uh, Skate Park pon- sponsorship. Pon- sponsorship Sponsorship. Let's get it. Wow. <clears throat> Okay, how are you doing? Hope everyone's feeling great. Uh, I normally say it's beautiful, but today's not so beautiful. Well, today is beautiful, but outside it's not that great. It's April. We're we're getting into mid-April here, and, it, and it, it's snowing this morning, and that's just it sucks. All right, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It sucks. It's 35 degrees and snowing. It's a load of BS. But that's uh, why we need a skate park in Rochester, an indoor park at least, because uh, it's a long winter. It's a long winter. It's ironic I mentioned it, I had to specify indoor versus outdoor, because I'm wearing my Rock City Skate Park shirt, which is a whole other thing. I'm not getting into that now, <clears throat> but I'm a board member for I'm uh, of the nonprofit, which is the Friends of the Rock City Skate Park. Which we've been advocating to get an outdoor park built in Rochester for over a decade. I've been on the board for about four years. Separate conversation there. Uh, I'll definitely try to get one of the board members on here one day so we could really get into it and talk about it. Which would be, I think, it would be a great forum for them to spread their information. But today we're <coughs> sorry. Today we're going to talk about uh, BFS because this is the podcast for Breaking Free Skate Park, and I'm going to talk about. Um, park sponsorships that sort of thing and why i don't do it and this podcast will segue into um tomorrow's podcast which will be my first hour, first technical sponsorship type deal so let's take a step back deep breath hope you hope you're feeling good we're painting a little picture you pull in your car you pull up to the skate park any skate park really doesn't mean not bfs any other skate park you roll up, and what do you always see at the skate park? It's just there's banners. It's signs. There's ramps painted with this brand name and that brand name. You go to uh, Joyride 150 up in Toronto. Every box jump has a different brand painted on it. You go into... Uh, Say, um, Ray's Mountain Bike Park in Cleveland. Each room has its own name after a sponsorship. Everything, it's just there's just logos everywhere. I don't know, maybe you didn't notice, maybe you have noticed, maybe you noticed that BFS is not like that, maybe you haven't. I'm going to break down uh, why it is that parks do that and why I do not do that, and then why I I don't think that's a bad call. So first, generally, parks will reach out to sponsors, to brands, in order to offset some costs. So, basically, if uh, we're going to call the box jump line, you know, the... um, the Red Bull line or something. Like the, the bowl, the Cranks Bowl that we have. I'm calling it it's my bowl. It's the Gnar Bowl. Uh, it used to be the bowl at Cranks, which was the Red Bull Bowl. And how that worked is Red Bull helped offset the cost of building the bowl in exchange for it being called the Red Bull Bowl. This is really similar to how sports teams will name stadiums they'll, they'll pay millions of dollars to name a stadium and why do they do that because it becomes a household name uh did you, let me let's try to make an example here just so we can do it uh bear with me a second here i want you to get an idea of what uh You know what it costs to name like a, a professional sports stadium hmm well here we go so the bills the bills they used to play it What they called it the Ralph now it's a uh, new era field right Let's see if I can find a price here so Ralph when the Ralph Wilson uh, Stadium was Ralph Wilson they they paid 1.5 million dollars <laughs> For 25 years, which is only 60 grand a year, it's not that uh, big a deal. Man, I should look this up beforehand. Anyway, whatever. Sports, I'll try to cut some of that time out in editing. So, companies will pay to name things so then people, it becomes a common name everyone talks about. Like every time the news or like a sports show or a customer or a delivery is going there. The people are going to say that name, right? So in a skate park, it works the same way. You know, every you're like, oh, I got some clips on the Red Bull Bowl, right? If uh, you know, if the A-frame uh, pyramid in the Ville section of the skate park, if that up across and down ledge was like the, um, you know, the the Coca Cola ledge, you be you would be like, oh, which ledge? I oh, I did gap to uh, gap to Smith on the Coke ledge. You're like, oh. And then you just keep saying Coke over and over and over and over, right? That's the idea. Same thing, like if there's a box shop line, you're like, oh, well, I'm gonna X up over the Coca-Cola box, I'm gonna do a Bry on the uh, Bissell vacuum box, you know, I'm gonna 360 the Walmart box or whatever. It gives you it gives you a way to identify them and a way that their name gets said, right? Then they paint the logo on the ramp. So then if you if anyone takes a photo or a video of that crime box or of that ledge or whatever, or whether it maybe, says, maybe it just says it on the wall, then it, it's free advertising, right? Like every time I'm doing a, this podcast, my logo's on that wall. My other podcast image is on this wall. I'm, it's free advertising, right? It's just advertising. It's all it is. All it is. It's nice, Right? What I do is I don't like that crap. I've made my entire uh, adult... I don't want to say career, but... The Breaking Free name and everything I've always done has been about... Just trying to do your best with what you have. And not selling out. Not trying to, you know, uh, shamelessly self-promote and whatever. You know, maybe... Maybe I could... Well, actually, honestly, I did, I reached out to Red Bull when we went to save the bull from Cranks, and they kind of told us to, uh, you know, they didn't want to hear it, but okay, that was the only time I did it. Yeah, I don't like that shameless self-promotion stuff. I don't do that at BFS because I want, you know, I want the ramps to have that brown and black look. I want the ramps to be recognizable. I want. My goal is that when someone posts a clip or a video or a picture anywhere of the skate park, for it to be recognizable without seeing the name, this is what good branding is, and I'm not saying my branding is good. I'm saying what what good branding is, is when you see something, you recognize it for the brand it is without actually seeing the name. So if any of you were to see a clip of a concrete park, a lot of concrete parks look really, really similar, you're gonna have to look at the features And try to figure out which park is that, which park is that. Unless it's one of those concrete parks that's like red or something, you know, that has a way to define it. I wanted BFS to be definable. Your eye can define it without seeing anything. And part of that was eliminating clutter. Visual clutter, which would be logos and different colors all over the place. I think it looks kind of cheesy when there's all these different names everywhere. I can't, I don't, yeah. So we're we're in the third section here, I'm saying why I don't do it. Typically what you get out of it, I don't think is that great. I haven't really tried to negotiate those deals, but generally the companies don't want to give you a whole lot. Very frequently they'll offer you credit, not actual money. They're like, Oh well, we'll pay for what you know, it's gonna take whatever, maybe it's three hundred dollars in plywood to Layer the ramps. It's like, all right, so you build it. You pay for the the two by fours. We'll pay for the plywood if you keep the ramp painted uh, the way we want with our logo on it. And we're going to give you, we're not actually going to pay for the plywood. We're going to give you X amount of credit. So like I have a Red Bull account. And they might say, all right, well, we're going to credit your account for $300 because that's how much plywood you say the ramp would be for this calendar year. And then for $300 worth, worth of Red Bull, I I don't have to pay for it. And the idea there is, well, it can go a couple ways. One way is, you know, the margins on Red Bull aren't really great. We talked about margins earlier. So we'll say, Oh, we'll give you $300 in Red, in Red Bull at, at your cost, which at retail comes out to be, you know, $450 or whatever. So they're going to say, oh, we're going to give you $450, but really it's not $450, it's $300. And then I know it costs them fractions to to produce the Red Bulls. So was like, all right, whatever, whatever. It it, it gets complicated. Basically, no one's... If you see a sponsorship logo anywhere, nobody, virtually nobody's just handing you anyone cash. It's always an exchange of product, almost always. And the one side is you could... Make it a one-year agreement, and then after the year, you paint the paint the ramp back to black or whatever, and then you got the plywood paid for. But still, like I said before, that goes against how I like things to operate at the skate park. I don't want there to be logos everywhere and different colors everywhere. I just want it to be a little more simple. There's already so many ramps and a lot going on. The last thing we need is more crap going on, you know? So I hope that gave you a little insight into why I don't do that maybe a lot of you probably maybe don't go to other skate parks I personally I can't stand when I go to a park and there's just like all these banners hanging up and this crap and that crap and this says that and that says that I'm just like yo my belief is that the strong branding is better for the growth of my business than a small a marginal offset in just some uh material costs you know let me know um if any of you guys uh have traveled a lot let me know what, how you feel about this if uh you know would would you think it would be annoying if there was logos everywhere would you not notice at all do you think if you kept grinding a, a grind box that was the coca-cola grind box you'd be like man I could sure go for a coca-cola right now you won't well, I know, though, um, if you even notice that we don't do, uh, there's no banners anywhere. There is one, actually. Uh, the Flower pale Kids banner, which was the Six Divide banner. That's, uh, I don't, I don't charge for that banner. That those are, each one of those has been people who have played a crucial, crucial role for the local riding, skating, action sports community. Have, have partnered up with BFS in one way or another. And in exchange for their, you know, their commitment to the riding scene and the skate park and everything, I'm like, here, you can have that banner, paint whatever you want on it for a year. It's like free ads, you know, thank you for helping me because helping me is helping you because we're all in this together. Yeah. So that that's going to wrap up this guy about the sponsorship. Tomorrow's podcast, we're going to talk about what's on this piece of paper. Um, our first actual uh, sponsorship I'm going to talk about that. Uh, it's either tomorrow or the next day. I'll put that one out. So, <clears throat> comment if you want to guess who the sponsorship deal is with. Uh, and if you're right, I will give you a high five. No, I'll give you an orange Gatorade the, next, the first person. The first person that guess correctly gets a free orange Gatorade and a high five the next time they come into the skate park. And that'll be it for today. Pretty excited to tell you about this podcast. I mean, pre- pretty excited to tell you in the next podcast about this agreement. So, thanks for checking it out. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Shred the gnar. Talk the talk. I'll see you at the skate park later today. Thanks for dropping in. Thanks for checking it out. Nothing but love for you, homies. Oh, jeez. Oh, the thing didn't play. Hold on. Wait. All right have some coffee.